Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. That is right, A Free Solution. Maybe not a free lunch, but it's just as good. My name is Craig Miles. I'm in for Kevin Wilson today on A Free Solution. WYSL Rochester, WACK in Newark. Thank you so much for tuning in, whether you're online or over the air. It's, uh, it's good to be here. Good to be speaking with you. And uh, good to be alive, no matter what anybody says. I know there's a lot of turmoil going on in the world, uh, in this state, in this country. But at the end of the day, we're all still above ground. And that's and, and, and we don't have to necessarily worry about anybody bombing us right now. And those are two really, really big things to be thankful for. I think it's easy to get caught up in what's going on all around the world and kind of miss what you've got in your life and uh, maybe maybe not appreciate it as much as you could. So that's, that's a little thought to start the program off. And tangentially related to that is we pay a lot of attention to our elected officials and what they say and what they promise us. That's, that's how it works, right? We're going to have an election. They're going to make big promises and then they'll keep them or they won't. And oftentimes it's the latter. And that's the topic of today's show in like a lion out like a lamb. It's easy to talk big when you're running. All of a sudden you get an office and maybe, maybe I'm a little sheepish now. So you see this, you see this at the state level, you see it at the national level, you see it on the world stage. Uh, Putin said he wasn't going to invade Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine, excuse me, had a little uh, Joe Biden moment there. The people of Iran, uh, yeah, he'll never win the Iranian people. If you watched the State of the Union last night, you know what that's about. So we have we have a lot of promises that get made, and do they keep them? Maybe not. And if I put a lot of stock in what they say, then I get very disappointed. When I thought my guy was going to be the guy to get up there and change the world. We saw it last night with Joe Biden. He, he went back on a few promises that he had made uh, on the campaign trail. One big one, defund the police. Hmm. He said the answer is not to defund the police. It's to fund the police last night. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I do know that Black Lives Matter was very upset, very upset that Joe Biden would do such a thing. And it doesn't matter what your opinion is of Black Lives Matter or defund the police or fund the police. What matters is Joe Biden got elected on that. Well, it was one of the things that he got elected on. Mostly it was because he wasn't Trump. And people will say that. People ask are you happy with Joe Biden? Are you happy with the way the country's going? And, and people will respond, yes, I am so happy. I am still so happy that Trump is not our president. Hmm. 
<laughs> is that the only metric that matters? To some people, it is. So it doesn't matter what your opinion is of Black Lives Matter or of defund the police. What matters is Joe Biden got elected saying one thing, and then all of a sudden, a year later, now he's saying the exact opposite. Is it because he's had a come-to-Jesus moment? Did he realize that he was wrong? Did he intend on keeping that promise in the first place? Is the, is the system just way too big for one man to make a change? What is going on here? I think it's a little bit of everything. But I think the majority of it is, again, it's easy to be a candidate. Not so easy to get things done that you promised you were going to do. And I think we saw a lot of that from Joe Biden last night in the State of the Union address. Uh, we see it from our Governor Kathy Hochul. She has made a lot of promises. And I guess we'll see if she she makes New York State better for all of her promises. Uh, most of her promises include creating more agencies and spending more money. And I don't know if that's going to, I don't know if that's going to get the results that we're looking for here in New York. Uh, it'll get some results, uh, probably increasing the wealth gap, uh, making people move out of the state and, and focusing on problems that aren't actually problems for New Yorkers, but just a way to feel good about what I'm doing. And I think that, I think that's another reason for the promises that you get on the campaign trail. We get big ideas. We get big promises. I'm going to make you feel good. It feels good to promise change. It doesn't feel so good when I got to make change because now I got to fight. I got to stand by what I said. I got to find a way to do it. And that's not as easy. So is there a way to fix it? Mm, don't elect the same people for 47 years. That's one way I could see. Joe Biden's been in office for for however long it's been, right? 47 years, 50 years. If he was going to change anything, uh, do you think he, he <laughs> he's had a long time to do it, is my point. And last night was a lot of... Larry talks about this all the time with uh, King Andrew, how he'd talk about, oh, there's all these problems in this state. It's such a horrible state. There's all these things we need to fix. Who's been in charge for the past 10 years? Yeah, same thing with Biden. Oh, this state is... This country is horrible. What are we doing? I don't know what we're doing. Why, why can't we fix it? To me, it was a lot of the same thing. I felt like I could have been watching this speech back in 2005 and it would have been the same speech. I was very bored with the State of the Union last night as far as uh, the promises or the talking points. It was all more of the same thing because, uh, because I almost called him Obama, which, uh, yeah, he is. He is. He's Obama. He's every establishment uh, Democrat we've had. He's every establishment Republican we've had. Because they promise the hope and change, and then they deliver more of the same. It's, it's been this way forever. And after the break, when we get back, or when we get back for the next subject, uh, segment, I got something on that. So stay tuned. Uh, I have a comment here. To be fair, Joe Biden never actually said he was going to defund the police. People thought he would do it after he got elected. Okay. Uh, fair point, I suppose. But I think... A lot of people, I mean, Black Lives Matter got behind him. They they trumpeted him. So, so if it wasn't Joe Biden stumping on it, there were a lot of people speaking for him. And a lot of people thought 
that that's what he was going to do. I think you're right, uh, no matter who was speaking about it. And then it comes a year later, and you see the issues in San Francisco. You see the issues in New York. There was a feces attack in the subway in New York recently from a guy who had been arrested 44 times previously. I think we're starting to realize, okay, maybe we didn't get the bail reform right. Maybe it's a good idea, but maybe we should do it a little bit differently. And I think, I think Democrats, I think Joe Biden, I think a lot of folks are realizing, uh, yeah, this wasn't the answer. So what are we going to do? The answer is to elect people that are not part of the establishment, people that don't talk out of both sides of their mouth. And we make excuses for our team and we need to stop doing that. No more excuses. It matters what they do after they talk the talk. Don't let them be a sheep, <laughs> not a sheeple. Don't let them be sheepish. If they're going to go out there and roar like a, li- like a lion on the campaign trail, make sure they keep roaring. You know, and if they don't, hold them accountable. So I think that's what's happening with the midterms coming up. I think Democrats said, oh, uh, maybe all those things we roared about weren't so great. After all, we're going to get uh, slaughtered in the midterms. Time to turn the ship around a little bit. But now I alienate all those people that voted for me. But does it matter? They've got all their polls. They know the places where they can grab the votes. And that's what it is in the end. It's who can I get to believe what I say? And can I get enough different people to believe it to get me in that office? And then that's the hurdle until two years from now or four years from now. And they'll forget about it because they'll hate the other guy and they're still going to vote for me. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Dave comments, exactly term limits and educating people on how candidates in both parties play with people's minds. Yes, Dave, you are hitting it right on the hitting it right on the head there. It is manipulative. They promise and then they don't do. And then we say, well, can you imagine how bad it would have been if someone else was in power? And that's how they get us. So term limits is a good idea. I agree with that. And watching the people and seeing how they follow through on their promises. That is, is important as well. So we're going to come back after the break and I've got a little bit of a surprise I mean it's not a big surprise so don't get so excited but it's a little thought experiment it'll be interesting for you uh, I was reading the book and watching the State of the Union at the same time and uh, it got me thinking so I'll share more of that after the break on a free solution W-Y-S-L-W-A-C-K thank you so much for tuning in be right back after the break Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe safe and secure. 
Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovation should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. And, uh, and, uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? <laughs> Good question, Joe Biden. What are you doing here? Uh, there's a lot of people that could answer that. I don't know if you'd like the answer. My name is Craig Miles. I'm in for Kevin Wilson right now on a free solution. Thank you so much for tuning in on WYSL or WACK or online. If you're online, make sure you comment. And if you're listening on the radio, call me, 585-346-3000. I'd love to hear your opinion on this. Or maybe someone that let you down with the campaign promises. And then they got in there and, you know, all of a sudden they didn't do what they said they were going to do. I have an excerpt. Well, it's a it's actually a, a jacket flap from a book. And I'm going to let you guess who it's about. He has done a few things that he promised to do more things that he promised not to do, and still more things that his socialist opponent promised to do. He has led us into an orgy of wild spending undreamed of prior to his administration, piled commission on commission and bureau on bureau, and set up or tried to set up a federal dictatorship over all the various factories that affect the lives of our citizens. He has flouted the Constitution, which he swore an oath to support, he has made a laughing stock of the security of our national promises, and he has done all of this in the name of an emergency, which, if it ever did justify such actions, certainly justifies them no longer. Who is that about, and when was it written? Because it sounds like it could have been written today about COVID, or maybe about this Ukrainian crisis, or Uncle Joe. It was written about FDR. After the New Deal, the crisis being the great crash and all of those things, it comes from the book Hellbent for Election by James P. Warburg. He is the son of Paul Warburg, who is responsible, at least partially, for the Federal Reserve. So, (laughs) that was almost 100 years ago. And that is my point. This is nothing new. This is nothing new, and we keep falling for it. Why do we keep falling for it? Why do we keep letting it happen? Trump was the closest thing that we had, in my opinion, to an outsider in the president's uh, office in a long time. I'm not a Trumper. I didn't vote for Trump. I actually have never voted for a Republican or Democrat for president. So this is not me uh, shilling for Daddy Trump. This is me saying that he posed a real threat. I believe to the establishment, which is why he was out of there in a year. They had, or in a, in one term, they had to get him out of there because he was bad for business. Uh, he was he was following through on things that he said, and again, it doesn't matter necessarily whether you agree with that or not. What he did, it matters that he said he was going to do it, and he did it. And it wasn't the bait and switch; they did it in Los Angeles, Garcetti the mayor, and uh, 
the Governor Newsom, they campaigned on universal health care. It came up for a vote, and no universal health care for California. So both sides are uh, they're guilty of it, because in the end, it's just the side of the establishment. And they need the legitimacy of the power, which we give them by electing them. And then they say, okay, thank you very much. Uh, I'm going to do what I want. So Ryan, uh, he, he comments, sounds like Brian LaRusso said it. Uh, I don't know who Brian LaRusso said or who he is or what he said, but if he said anything like on that flap, then yes, uh, I would agree. Sounds like he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> we also have a comment from Ryan. I will die of the freedom variant, Tim O'Connor. The freedom variant, Tim O'Connor, is also on a free solution along with Kevin Wilson and Larry Sharp. So if you haven't checked him out, go and check him out. Uh, Brian Brian has brought up a good point here. Uh, Trump did a bait and switch on the 2A. Okay, I'll walk back what I said a little bit then. Uh, I agree. Yep, yep, 100%. People said he was the most libertarian president ever. But all of a sudden it came to bump stocks. And, oh, got to ban those. Those are bad. Guns are bad. So, yeah, I agree. Yep. Nobody is guiltless in this. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people made excuses for him for that. Well, you know, at least it was just the bump stocks. You know, he could just take the guns. You got to give the left a little bit, you know, otherwise they'll get, they'll get too unruly and they'll take everything. Hmm. And that's how you bargain everything away. You put the power in the hands of people that don't know you or know what's good for you. And they use issues that are important to you as bargaining tri- uh, bargaining chips. And in the end, it doesn't really affect them. They've got security details. They've got a bunker to go into if the world ends. They don't care if you have an AR-15 or a bump stock, which is irrelevant. It's not for them to decide. It says so in that document that founded the country that uh, you're allowed to have arms. Uh, no, no, no questions about that. So yes, Trump, he did go hard for guns, did go hard for the 2A, and then he took away bump stocks. So, yep, they're all guilty of it. And to be fair, there is a certain level of compromise in these situations. Also, to be fair, (laughs) you have to be aware of that and not compromise sometimes because that's how we trickle away freedoms. That's how we get into tyrannical situations. Joe Biden started off last night. Freedom will always win over tyranny, but make sure you get your vaccine because that's a federal mandate. You better, you better get your vaccine, but it's not tyranny. No, it's freedom. You you're free to do it uh, or not do it. You just can't work. Uh, (laughs) So freedom. Yeah. There was so much of that last night. Saying, saying a bunch of stuff that had absolutely nothing to do with anything that he'd actually done politically. And Cuomo was guilty of this. And Kathy is guilty of this. And we're guilty of this. Uh, New Yorkers. For listening and for believing him. Andrew Cuomo was the king of the non-sequitur. He would say, this, 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 this. So this. And it would have absolutely nothing to do with anything. And everyone would be, yeah, God. You got a point there. That's right. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? That doesn't even, that's not connected. You just said something and then people nodded their heads. Yep. Sounds good. 
accountability. That's what we need. We need to be listening all the time. And maybe it sounds good, but actually look at what they said. Does it just sound good? Does it actually make any sense? The answer is probably not. Not if you think about it for more than two minutes. Brian Sutton also said he endorsed uh, red, fl- uh, red flag laws, um, Trump, and due process later. Yet I like take the guns first, due process later. That is a Trump quote. He said that. So, yeah, he, he did go soft on guns. And I think, I think that's because he's from New York, from the city, right? Even uh, Bill O'Reilly's guilty of this. He's like, I hate the government, except we need the government. It's because he's a city boy from New York City. So those New York City Republicans are really like Democrats. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, and plus Trump Trump doesn't have to pull out a gun to defend himself. He's He's got all the defense he needs, you know? No one's going to hurt him. So what do we do about it? You throw him out. <laughs> you throw the out. Yep. That's, I'm not sure where that quote comes from, but yes, that is the sentiment. If they do not do what they're doing or what they say they're going to do, you toss them. You say, I'm going to get a new one. And AOC did this with Joe Crowley said, you don't speak for us anymore. We're going to get him out of here. He sucks. And she did it. And that's what you've got to do. You can't make excuses. You can't say, well, Joe Crowley does suck, but he, he's a Democrat. And I mean, he could be a Republican. So that's what gets you in trouble. That's what gets you in trouble because now you're excusing anything. Well, Joe Biden, inflation's gone up 500%. And, you know, we're almost in World War III. And, but I don't like mean tweets, so I'm still happy about it. I... I just shake my head when I see people still defend that. It's crazy to me because it's okay to give someone a chance. How many chances are you going to give? And when are you going to stop defending them? Because at some point, it's not about them anymore. It's about you. It starts to come back on you. Why are you defending this guy? Why aren't you offering better solutions? And it's because we're distracted. It was COVID. Now it's the war in Ukraine. That's that was the first 20 minutes of the speech last night about Ukraine, about Putin, about this. This It's supposed to be the State of the Union. Why are you talking about this stuff? (laughs) It's because you don't want to talk about the stuff you messed up. Am I right? Am I wrong? Give me a call. 585-346-3000 or comment in the chat. Thank you so much for tuning in to a free solution. My name is Craig Miles on W-Y-S-L-W-A-C-K in New York, uh, Newark. I will be back after the break. store is now open and your car's crying for an official voice of liberty bumper sticker there's a great selection to help you show your love of god liberty and the constitution here are just a few available right now shut up fauci kathy hokum no more masking open the freaking schools scam alert january 6th no vax mandates god please help us close the mexican border save america stop voting for democrats support the second amendment and your mask doesn't protect squat but there's more these are standard weather resistant bumper stickers
Motors guaranteed to get you horn honks and thumbs up in traffic. Choose from other locally made WISL Voice of Liberty merch too, like tees, hoodies, drinkware, and more. Perfect gifts for any Liberty lover you know. Be sure to check out the exclusive WISL Mount Worst Morris shirts, hoodies, and coffee mugs depicting our four worst presidents. Guess who's front and center? Be free. Make a statement. Shop the WISL store at WISL1040.com. A free solution. We are back on a free solution. WISL, W-A-C-K in Newark. My name is Craig Miles. I am filling in for Kevin Wilson this Wednesday. This wonderful Wednesday, as a matter of fact. Uh, the title of the show is In Like a Lion, Out Like a Lamb. Uh, Out Like a Lamb. And that is a March pun, obviously. This morning came in like a lion here where I am. It was cold and snowy and nasty. But now the sun's coming out. So I'm going to talk about the other side of the coin here, right? About lions and lambs, political promises of lions, and then policies of sheep (laughs) uh, after they get into office. We can look at this in another way as well which is that government comes in like a lion, but ultimately ends up going out like a lamb. I've talked about this before about cycles. Uh, We've been an empire now for 200 and some odd years. Empires last for 200 and some odd years. We came in like lion with freedom and democracy and, you know, the individual and the government can't, interfere with the individual and it should stay out of their business and let people do what they want to do. And we definitely don't have that today. That is for sure. And you start to see the world kind of moving on. We're, we're still in power. We're still on top. How long is that going to last though? With people like uncle Joe up there calling the shots. And I don't mind if we fall back. I, I mind that I can live my life that I don't have to turn on the television and ask governor Kathy Hochul for permission to leave my house or, you know, permission on where to work or things like that. So in like a lion out, like a lamb, it applies to government as a whole because they come in with big ideas and they end up using a lot of force and telling people what to do. And there's only so much of that that people will stand for. So in the end, they end up going out like a lamb. And it doesn't even have to be total governmental collapse. You see it right now with the COVID restrictions. We got to lock down. We got to use the fist to keep everyone inside. Vaccinate. Do this. Do that. Listen to me. Finally, people said, I'm tired of listening to you, man. I'm so sick of it. And if you don't stop, I'm going to vote you out of office. Whew. All of a sudden, I become a little sheepish. Oh, well, those mandates, uh, actually, they worked really well, and thanks for dealing with them, and, and it's been really tough for the past two years. We really appreciate that you were going through it. Uh, we're all in this together, and we beat it, and finally, and no, and uh, please elect me, right? So all it takes is calling their bluff, and I'm telling you, that's what we got to do. We got to call their bluff. Don't stand for it. Tell them they are full of it. Tell them they are full of it and take back the power. And this this book, I'm going to read another uh, selection from it. Again, it's Hellbent for Election by James P. Warburg, if you're interested. And in the preface, it says, 
as we approach the presidential election of November 1936. It is well for us to take stock of our present uh, situation and ask to begin to make up our minds whether we want to continue along our present course or to change it. Never in the history of our country has it been so necessary for every citizen to exercise intelligently the rights of citizenship. Old Jimmy has nailed it. It has never been as important as in 1936, apparently. And it has never been as important as today. It never stops being important. And I feel like I think we've dropped the ball a little bit, honestly. We've let the people in power distract us. We've let them promise us the world. And when they don't deliver, we say, oh, well, you know, the Democrats stopped him. Oh, well, the Republicans stopped. Oh, well, he's only one man. Oh, what are you going to do? Why did, why did we elect you? The Republicans are guilty of this in New York all of the time. Oh, I'm the only one that'll stand up against Governor Cuomo. I'll take on the Democrats in the Senate and in the Assembly, and I'm going to make a change. And it rolls around to budget time when we pass all of our legislation through the budget <laughs> and we get all the pet projects passed and the governor presents it in the 11th hour before it's supposed to be passed and ties the wages of all the legislators to the passage of the bill. And then they say, oh, it's such an unfair system. Uh, what do you want me to do? I got to pass the budget. There's nothing I can do. I thought I elected you to make a change. I thought I put you in there to make a difference. If you don't want to do it, that's okay. I'll put someone else in there. But we don't do that last thing. We say, oh, it's okay. I understand. Governor Cuomo, he's, he's a bad dude. So, yeah, it's got to be hard to talk. And I'm really glad that you're not a Democrat because you really, you'd really make it bad. for. Stop it. Stop letting them get away with it. Start putting people in there that care that actually follow through. Don't let them tell you they can't do anything and then go and make all these promises about all the things that they're going to do. They can't have it both ways. And once you call them on that, they get a little sheepish and they got to back off on the things that they're making you do or uh, try to change some policies to make life better for you. Because once they realize that their meal ticket is gone, now, now they care. They don't care when they're doing whatever they're doing and you're not threatening them with taking them out of office, they could care less. All of a sudden now I lose my government job. Well, that makes me stand up and take notice. So hold them accountable. Don't let them get away with it. Off of the back of this book, uh, the back cover kind of a promotion for the book and the author it says, we must either realize that there are certain things which we cannot have under our present system or decide that what we want is a different system. Yup. It was true in 1936. It's true now. The system is going to system. You got to give it a shock. You got to get people in there that are not part of the system. The Larry Sharps, the AOCs. As much as I disagree with what she has to say, she was the hope and change. And again, she turned into a lamb when she got in there. Well, 
I got to go along with Chuck Schumer. By the way, if you watched the address last night, I don't know if they rehearsed these things or not, but it almost seems like it. Because Joe Biden was about to drop a thing about rebuild America or something. And Chuck Schumer jumped. But Joe was fumbling his words. So it took him longer to deliver the punchline. And Chuck's standing there. And he's like, come on, say the thing. I'm up. I'm ready to clap. And he was like about to sit down and get up. And and the camera went right to him, too, which is why I'm like, this seems to me like this was orchestrated. Right? Like we've been through this dog and pony show. Like we, we rehearsed it. And even if it wasn't the case for the State of the Union, it's for other things. When Joe Biden got vaccinated, it was in a set of the Oval Office. It wasn't the actual Oval Office. It was a stage made to look like the Oval Office with everybody sitting around. And everyone's like, oh, I don't know why you can't believe the fake news. Why do you call it the fake news? It's literally a show. I think last night was a circus in more ways than one. I think that that was. And I had to chuckle at Chuck standing up like that and jumping the gun. Brian says they have advanced copies of the speech. Yeah, so even if it's not rehearsed, you know, step by step or where everyone's hitting their marks, they all know what's going to happen. They've all got their laugh lines and their clap lines and it's all a show. I mean, Trump did this too. He brought in uh he brought in Rush Limbaugh. He brought in a couple other people and he he says it, right? Camera cuts up to the balcony wherever these people are and then everyone turns and claps and so it is. It is a show as much as it's anything else, I guess. I, I think it's more of a show than anything. Even Joe Biden, last night, he delivered his speech. And he talked about the kid with insulin and how insulin is really expensive. By the way, all these problems that he talked about last night, he's directly responsible for it. Because the FDA is the one that has to approve the insulin. And you can buy the exact same insulin down in Mexico for like, what do you want to cap it at? 30-something bucks? Yeah, that already happens in Mexico. There's people in the United States that drive to Mexico and buy the exact same insulin as you can buy in the United States. The only difference is all the stuff is written in Spanish on the box. That's the only difference. It's literally the same packaging, the, the same insulin, all of it. And the only reason it's the 30-some-odd dollars down in Mexico is because there's no FDA here to artificially jack up the cost of licensing and all of those things. People can produce insulin, and there's no regulatory capture there. So if Joe Biden actually wanted to you know, fix insulin prices, he could make it easier for people to produce insulin, to sell insulin. To allow for competition free market solutions on a free solution my name is craig miles i am in for kevin wilson on wack newark and wisl in rochester give me a call tell me what you thought about the speech last night about all of the uh the pomp and circumstance and whether you buy it or not i will be back after the break on a free solution
Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website there hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals. But don't take my word for it. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. If your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals, give the professionals at Simple Tech Innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. The free solution is the best solution here on WYSL, WACK in Newark. My name is Craig Miles. Thanks for tuning in. And before the break, I was talking about insulin prices. But I could have been talking about inflation because Joe Biden is responsible for that, too. And so is Trump. And so is every president since the Federal Reserve was created in 1913. Because the Fed just prints money out of thin air. It is not tied to gold. It's not tied to anything. And if you have a certain amount of goods and you have $10 and then you have the same amount of goods and you have $20, by definition, it now takes more money to buy the same amount of goods. And who is the only people that can make money? It is the Federal Reserve. FDR started it by taking us off the gold standard, and then Nixon finished it in 71 when he took us the rest of the way off the gold standard because FDR said that American citizens couldn't redeem cash for gold, but that countries still could, right? So if I was Switzerland and I had American dollars... I could go and redeem them for gold. So the country still had to keep a certain amount of gold on hand in relation to the number of dollars that are printed. Nixon needed to get reelected. So he had to do something to make money cheaper. So he took us off that. They called it closing the gold window. So he took us the rest of the way off of it. And now nobody can get gold for American dollars. And the American dollar is just worth whatever it's worth because America said so. And so now I print billions and billions and billions of dollars and I have the same amount or less goods. Now I have a whole lot more money that it takes to buy the same amount of goods. And Joe Biden talked about income inequality. Well, the first people to get all of these new printed dollars are banks and big businesses and all of these things. So the Fed, so it's trickle-down economics. He mentioned that too. He said, trickle-down economics doesn't work. Except, let me print these trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars and give them to all of my friends and let them trickle down through to all you poor plebes. In the same sentence. In the same sentence he said this. And he said, you have to approve my pick for the Fed chair because 
they can fix inflation. And he's not wrong. They can fix inflation by stopping printing all this money. But their answer is to print more, and that'll fix it. That's exactly the wrong answer. And it's been shown time and time and time again. They always make it like it's difficult to understand money. And they do it on purpose. They're like, oh, you poor, you poor citizens couldn't possibly understand. It takes someone really smart. It doesn't. If I'm making a lot of money out of thin air, then it's going to take more money to buy things. And if you want to fix income inequality, you have to stop printing money and giving it to the well-connected people. So Joe Biden thinks he's going to make a difference with that. Maybe he thinks maybe he thinks he does. Maybe he's just saying he's going to. But my prediction is he's not going to make a difference with that. Because in the same speech last night, he talked about all of the money we're going to spend. So that's just going to increase inflation. So even in the same speech, he's already gone back on the promises that he's made. Already, the political wind had changed. It's, it's mind-boggling to me. Because again, this is why you have to be watching. Uh, he said, uh, I'm going to free 60 billion barrels of oil. Well, if you Google how much we consume here in the U.S. in a day, that'll get us through three days. Is that going to lower gas prices? No, but it's a big number. It sounds good. Chuck Schumer can get up and clap for it. <laughs> it's all a show. Don't buy it. Put people in there that haven't been in there. Shake up the system. That's the answer. Hold the people accountable. Brian says... You can't even blame the worst of inflation solely upon Nixon's temporary EO because even president, oh, every president since has renewed. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. When he did it, it was supposed to be a temporary measure. That's true. <laughs> what happens with those temporary measures? Yeah. Every, and I said that I said, every president has been responsible for this because I blamed uncle Joe, but then I, I said, and so was Obama and so was Bush. And so was everyone because yes, they have. They have every single time said, yep, I'm fine with that. We don't have to go back on the gold standard. And it's actually a tax if you think about it. Because if I go and I tax you at 30% to pay for my stuff, I get really angry when you take all that money from me. But if I print a bunch, I now I don't have to ask you for it. And now I get to buy a lot of cool, flashy new things. And you say it's all great because I'm not paying taxes. And look at all this, uh, all this stuff that we're getting and you're not even paying taxes on it. So it's not costing you anything except the money supply is now way, way too much. And it takes me $20 to buy something that used to cost a dollar. Shelly says, Quiter will beat Schumer in the next election. Thomas Queter running for Senate against Chuck Schumer. He is a libertarian and uh, I hope he beats Chuck. Because Chuck is horrible. <laughs> no matter what Chuck tells you, Chuck is a swamp creature. Real deep. He's deep in there. He's been around forever. And I don't necessarily blame people that are in the swamp for being the swamp creature that they are. I think it's just the nature of the game. I think you make so many compromises. You make so many deals. And eventually you end up being there in whatever situation you find yourself. And you're like, how did I get here? And instead of looking at that, you just keep doing the same stuff. 
and say, whatever, I, I won't look at that. I'll just kind of be swampy. <laughs> Ryan comments, there's no quit in Thomas Daniel Queter. No, there is not. That guy, go, 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 goes. If you haven't checked him out, go and do that. Because if you do not like Chuck Schumer, then Thomas is another option that you have. And he is definitely not establishment. He is not a swamp creature. And he will make change. And that is my point in all of this. You need to vote for the change candidates and stop voting for the same old. Because they're going to they're gonna roar like a lion. They're going to get elected. They're going to get into office. And they're going to become sheepish. And they're going to do it again the next cycle. And again and again and again. So watch what they're saying. Watch what they're doing. Understand that they do have to compromise, that there's some things that they can't deliver, but do not make excuses for them. Do not keep letting them get away with it. You need to hold them accountable. And that is the answer. That is the free solution to getting the lambs out of office and getting the lions in there that will stay lions throughout the entire stay, right? Change your politicians often, like diapers, somebody said. (laughs) And that is the note that I will end on on a free solution here on WYSL WACK this Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will speak with you next Wednesday. Have a great week and be free.